Hello and welcome to the Dinner Dudes. Welcome all. Rocka. PBJ. Today we're doing something a little different as we're all three in different remote locations from Studio B, Studio D, and Studio C. And uh, I'm sorry, Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. Yes. Studio D. Today we're going to be talking somewhat of a controversial topic, but what's hot right now, what's everyone's, it's on everyone's mind is COVID-19 or the coronavirus. So we're going to take that, talk about that in a somewhat serious aspect, as well as conspiracy theories surrounding that. So uh, I guess we'll start it off. Um, Raka, comments, polls, opinions? All right. Well, let me be first to burn the, the wire here. That's, uh, let's talk about this seems to be a gross overreaction to an admittedly acknowledged super contagious bug, but not a killer on the level of other bugs. So why a lot of civil liberties suspended, quarantine issues, uh, unprecedented issues taken, when uh, in fact, what may have or should have been the course of action is to donate most of your resources to the targeted population that is at high risk, which is the elderly, the immunocompromised, the respiratory compromised, uh, maybe the economically compromised, but those, but no, with the entire general public, um, as some of the video I posted earlier, you got mass hysteria, you got uh, price gouging, you got uh, empty um, groceries left and right. Now we have a shelter in situation in New York City, uh, like almost the entire West Coast in California. I mean, what the heck is happening, people? Yeah, well, we have, we're, we're from the East Coast, and tomorrow at 8 p.m. is going to be essentially a lockdown for, any, for anyone and anything that is not an essential occupation. So, um... It's gonna like liquor stores. Yeah, well, I mean, thank God for that, right? And something covered. I mean, everything that um you would think is non-essential is already closed. You have your around my house, around my neighborhood, you already have the you have many uh, foodery uh, food food places that are closed. Chinese restaurants. You have pizzerias closed. You have laundromats closed. You have um. Barbers, small, nail salons. Exactly. You have all these uh, mom and pop shops, non-essential, but yet stuff that we, on a daily basis, we need and we're so accustomed to living where we live that it, it's, it's, it, it's going to be a big deal. And like you said, the mom and pop shops, they're going to really suffer because if we don't go, they make no money. They make no money. It affects it affects the economy. The economy goes down. It go, goes in the shitter, and you know, on and on. I mean, also, I mean, I know PBJ wants to jump in here, but just on that note, uh, traditionally, when there's some kind of economic disaster, whether it be from natural disasters or wartime or whatever, uh, the federal government bails out these big, huge corporations. I get it. I know what they do because they employ a lot of people. It's a big impacted economic. But nobody bails out mom and pop shops. Now the word is they're talking about how about a loan, low rate loan. Why? Why even a loan? Bail them out. You know, you know, you're talking about a thousand dollars or so possible per family, per unit, per person, whoever. Um, what does that do? 
even two, even two thousand. What does that do? No shop is open. You can't spend the money. You can't buy your essentials in the grocery because it's gone. None of it's true. I, mean, I actually, um, they actually said that non-essential items at Amazon you can't even order them because they won't deliver. That's them. true. <clears throat> that's true because uh, you 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 go there unless it's something super essential. You can't. It, they won't ship it. Nobody's gonna ship it. Um, everything's coming to a halt. But you got to think at least you. I hope there's a reason why they're doing to this extreme, right? I, I, there's got to be a reason. This, even though the mortality rate you're talking about and the, the – um, but it's highly contagious and people are dying from it. I mean, just look at Italy. Italy's basically getting decimated. But look at South, but look, but look, but look South Korea. Because they practice uh, an extreme version of social distancing. No. That's why we're doing it. But their contagion rate, their infected rate is way up. It's high. Here's, here's my issue, okay? No one's arguing that's contagious. And no one's arguing that it has a potential for mortal, morbidity mortality. My, my issue here is there's a concurrent common denominator played out in everywhere. Politicians are at odds with each other. And I understand this partisan underlying stuff. But how does – unprecedented in the procedure of this event – or everybody not on the same page. The stances on government from uh, mayors, governors, senators, president, administration changes daily. Right. Why? And it, it just smells and reeks that there's something they're not telling us. That's well, no, I, I completely believe that. I think that you have what they tell you, you have what you believe, and then you have the truth. I think there's pieces of truth flying around you have the media thinking it's a zombie apocalypse i mean you know theoretically and then you have people saying it's the flu now i'm experiencing personally at my job people dropping like flies and people getting sick and garages being closed and makes me wonder okay maybe it's not a big deal you go to costco you're like okay there's food there you go to your local, your local uh, bodega slash supermarket, ain't shit there. So, well, and I'll tell you from the healthcare. Front, what is it? From the healthcare front, they're telling us practice universal precautions. This is a crisis. We're suspending all elective surgeries. But in the same breath, many healthcare workers are not provided with the proper PPE, protective clothing, protective equipment, which are masks, gloves, gowns, etc. So how are you telling us that this is, you know, an unprecedented threatening bug, a, a pathogen that has such far-reaching impact, and at the same breath, no, you don't wear a mask. You don't need it. Uh, if you're a sick healthcare worker, but you're not symptomatic, come right. to work. How, you're, it's no, contagious, but, right? But, but no, please still come to work. I mean, it, it's, it's contradiction in terms. It is a big contradiction. And, and, but what's this, it just smells of an underlying issue here. Now, if you want to deep, deep, deep dive into controversy, um, forget about boundaries, country boundaries, or even continental boundaries. You know, every country in the world, somebody drinks a Coca-Cola, somebody takes a Tylenol, somebody smokes a cigarette. Maybe same company. I'm not naming names, but same company, right? Tantum. So these companies, and same thing, here's the other big kicker. 
every country in the world, whether they're engaged in warfare actively or not, they have the same bullets, right? They have the same guns. So this global economy, and I'm really, I know I'm going to hit a lot of raw nerves, this global economy reaches everybody. They love nothing better than for you to run out and buy that medicine, buy that gun, buy that beverage. Well, of course. X, Y, Z. It's no so, different in the media. They're, they're, freaking, they're, they're fear-mongering. They're in a snowstorm. They'll tell you the world's going to end in a snowstorm, and yet it doesn't, and everyone's like, oh, okay. But yet you, yet you wasted hundreds of dollars in, in stockpiling lines. Exactly. And you can't buy salt anywhere. So, so wait, let me ask Shocker. you both. Shocker. What do you What do you both think is actually going on? It's hard to step back from the forest and look at what's going on, but there are some concerning trends that are happening, which is, the, you know, look at stock market. Yeah. Right? Traditionally, you survive some of these waves of dips and lows, but nothing as low as this is just sinking. Um, the price of crude oil. I don't know. A month or so ago, it's probably in the 60s, 70s. It's down to 20 bucks. 25, might even dip, 25 today. Might even dip below that. Yeah. Okay. So what, what these things do, what do these dips in the economy do is creates a void. And some bigger, richer person, none of us can go in there, buy at ridiculously low, stimulus packages coming from the Fed and other people, shoots back up. Who's making this ridiculous margin call? Who's making this ridiculous profit? Not you and I. Yeah. Well, so are you telling me that it's a, it's a money-driven thing? I think the hysteria adds to it. I definitely think the hysteria yeah, is money-driven. Not the disease itself, but the hysteria. This goes, this goes deeper. And I've heard many, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I've heard many conspiracy theories based upon this. In particular, that you know, I can I can you know share with you. Let's hear, I mean, it. Let's hear it with very varying degrees of believability or not. Supposedly, again, this is uh, not factual. Just lay it out. All right. Supposedly, where this virus originated is from a biomedical facility in Wuhan. Yeah. Now, supposedly, this facility is three hundred feet from the fish market where they have all these live animals where you could kill them and they, they, you know, and you know, where supposedly the bat soup or whatever the hell it was came from now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Theoretically, if this happened, why would it be in Wuhan? Why would they, you know, do that to their own people? All right. Right. Another conspiracy theory said that this is a biological weapon to population control and for the protesters before. Okay. How come, how come you hear that everything happened in Wuhan and <clears throat> not happening in Hong Kong, not happening in any other, any, any other place. And another thing, which is, this actually was, this is actually more fact than not. It was reported by the New York post and there was a, a tabloid in London also that they knew about this in December. It came on and the Chinese government hush hushed it to the point where they kept it on the wraps. They didn't want to tell anyone. And then they had, there's this big potluck dinner in Wuhan where 40,000 people show up. They didn't want that to go down or they wanted to go down. They didn't want to eliminate that. All of a sudden this whole shit happens. What a coincidence. 
So, but if, if, if you look at where it originated from, you can usually, there's like signs on a wall about, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you have the whole uh, raccoon, uh, Resident Evil, well, raccoon, and they have the umbrella. And the umbrella company. Thing, you know, the well, umbrella company, I mean, it's... it could very well have been, I wouldn't say unintentional, where there have been citations in the past, not just from the Chinese, but in other places all over the world, where these pathogens are mm -hmm. tested. They're tested on rats, they're tested on animals, they're tested on whatever. Yeah. What happens to the carcass? Sometimes it has been caught. It has been, there have been citations. I haven't, I'm not going to accuse this particular instance, but there have been citations where the said dead subject was then sold to local markets for food. So wait, or, or even if it were, even if it that, were makes discarded, per, that makes perfect sense. And even if it were discarded, that's Even if it were to be discarded, let's say it was not discarded in in proper protocols, you know, uh, a biohazard bag shipped and contained, chain of custody maintained, and then disposed of in a autoclave, which is close to 16,000 degree heat to incinerate anything that's in there. So let's say something dropped or a bag fell off or somebody just tossed the dead subject into a regular trash can instead of a biohazard trash can. You know, accidentally, no matter how it happens. I mean, again, conspiracy theories will go crazy, but if you look at Ebola virus, um, interestingly enough, where the outbreaks happen, there happen to be biological labs around there as well. What a coincidence. So, again, and again, it could, these could be, who knows who's running it, who's owning it. If they are as rich and wealthy and powerful as we expect them to be, they can cover their tracks very, very well. They have the resources to do that. Um, the cleanup is left for local governments or walk away. I, I find it hard to be, hard to believe. I want to dispel, and I, this is just wishful thinking. I don't have any facts to prove this. I want to dispel the fact that this, or the possibility that this is a man-made engineered virus. Okay. Uh, I just, I just, I mean, it would be extremely, so if you're a company, a country like China or the United States or Russia, I can't believe that they would be so careless to, to let this thing out, even by accident, even disposing of a carcass. I think they would, there's certain protocols, because why would you, like you said, why would you want to hurt this, your own people? Yeah, but it's, uh, it's, naive, it's naive to think that the government gives a shit about you. Not only no, I, that, though, but even more basic than that, we're all human. We write the same check a hundred times. We're going to make one error. Okay. And even if it wasn't intentional, that one error could result in this animal consuming that infected animal, yeah. infecting other animals, eventually affecting humans. Let it's, me do this. It's just Wait, like, let me do this. It's just the morale. Yes. The two of you, the two of you, give me percentages of what uh, you think this is man-made engineered bioweapon. Oh, I think it's 50-50 at the very least. I would, nothing um, uh, nothing out there tells me otherwise. I would say probably freaking, you know what? I guess my naivete, I guess, would think that along the lines of what you're thinking that... 50-50? That the government can't be doing this or they wouldn't do this to their own people. I would say 40, would, 40%, well, maybe. 
let me put let me float this out there. What do you think? The, well, I again, and I'm, I'm basically putting this on what I've heard from people on uh, so-called experts on TV or in different media outlets. It's this thing, this virus is too good at what it does to be. I heard a scientist say this, the humans are not this good at creating bioweapons. Nature's yeah. better. Ah, Nat which leads, uh, for, let me just interject one, one point. Did you know that the, the, the canals in Venice, they've had, they found fish and actually they found- The canals? Lots. Yeah. Where, Wait, repeat that again. I think it was a little bit- the, the water in Venice it, it is usually used as as a sewer, basically. Yes, yes. It's dirty. Now, yeah. since there's no people, and it is actually I have seen fish, and there's a report they've seen dolphins. I don't. I, I'm not sure if that's true or not. But they, they've seen fish living, and I guess you know swimming around in, in there. Meaning, it's almost like Mother Nature is saying. It's a, taking a break from us, you know, that of us beating the crap out of her constantly. And this that we're the be, virus. I, I, don't, I don't doubt that. Well, this could but, be nature's way of, of, of getting rid of us. Thinning the herd and balancing the happening. Now, yes. to, go back, to go back to the conspiracy theory that you guys, uh, Izzy brought up and, and Rocket brought up, this happened before with China where they had the outbreak of two years SARS. ago. I, SARS, I think it was. They kept this under wraps, mm -hmm. and they didn't say anything. And then, just like what happened now, someone left the country who was unknown to be infected, when I believe to Canada and or to Taiwan, and they infected the people with the hotel rooms they stayed in. And then, you know, one domino effect happened after that. And they had completely denied that any of this happened from their country, when it actually, that's, it turns out, that's their patient zero. Yeah. Well, you know, to, to go back to is why would a man make such a weapon, right? Man always has a flawed, a flawed directive in making weapons. Case in point, a nuclear weapon, just one, right? You want to take out your enemy, right? We don't live in a vacuum. So that one nuke that lands in your enemy, at some point the radiation leaks, it gets into the water, it gets into the air, it gets into the atmosphere. It will affect other people, not just your target audience. And, and, and what, what, what do you get there? What do we have? 1,700 nukes? Enough nukes to blow up the world uh, six, seven times? So, same thing. Why design such a bug? Because I believe the weapons manufacturing company, if they did, this is a big if, you know, I think they're still riding their high, mighty horse that they oh, designed such a perfect weapon and they can also contain it. You but, know? Can I mean, again, to, let's piggyback this. Let's, let's, let's just further this conspiracy even further. Let's give it a year. Even under a year. Miraculously, some company comes out and goes, we have an antiviral. We're getting FDA approval to go clinical well, trials. Then, yeah. and, which is happening now. You know, let's expedite it beyond any kind of threshold and any kind of protocol that we've uh, observed in the past. And let's put it out there. Oh, my goodness. It's so effective. It's gone. So immediately you have 7 billion customers. Well, this happened with Ebola. Like we, the United States was letting perfectly fine with letting Africa basically be decimated, and then one U.S. doctor gets sick, and all of a sudden the CDC in Atlanta happens to have a miracle drug that they were 
in trial basis and they saved the doctor's life and boom, where did this vaccine come from? HIV. Well, people were dying. Um, there was no cure. And then decade, maybe or a decade or so later, go further with that. Now you have, now you have a battery of tests, which if you can afford it, you can keep it in check. You, quote, unquote, Magic you can, Johnson. You can cure it. You can live past it. But you know what? If you're the regular person without insurance, that's a quite a bill. Well, I mean, look, what's the price to live? Any of us. I'm pretty sure that they have, they have cures for all this. I mean, you have, you have other countries. I mean, not, not to change the topic or, you know, stray too much on a tangent, but I'm pretty sure there's cures for cancer and they just don't, you know, they don't want to do it because the, they make too much money off of it. Exactly. The, what's the word? What's the phrase I'm looking for? The cure is not where the money's at. The, it's treat- the, the treatment is where the money is at. Yeah. Same for cancer patients and they're treated with a bombardment of chemotherapy and drugs and it doesn't, there's no conclusive satisfactory evidence that you survive that much longer on it. You know, some people do, but this vast majority, you don't. I mean, some <clears throat> people's curious. Sometimes it's just in the body. The jury's still out or the data is not going to be revealed to us. Look at case in point, And again, where this is just, this is related. Look at the tobacco industry. And this is proven already. They were just, they were just in my opinion, stupid enough to keep files of it that they knew from early 50s, 60s, before that, that it was a carcinogen, that it was killing people, whatever. And they squashed it. Well, I mean. You know, so it has happened. So we have, we have precedent, though. We have precedent that this has happened. That, you know, they're not, big business is not going to sacrifice their bottom line so that we're healthy. Um, again, this very well could be a conspiracy with underlying reaches stemming from and rooted in big industry, which I tend to be uh, a proponent of. Um, I don't know how you guys feel. It just reeks of it. You know what? Follow the money. Always. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Follow Follow the the money money and follow the money. And then you, you, you get, you get your answer. I I definitely think that there's, (sighs) when it smells like fish, there's something fishy going on. And, you know, that's basically what's going on. And there's just too, too much stuff going on. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. And all, all I can tell you, all I can ask anyone in the public is to step back for a moment and realize where we were one month ago to right now. You know, we're basically in martial law with ration goods. You know, I went to the market today and I can only get, there's a national shortage on poultry. <clears throat> I can only get two items of chicken. I can only get one, two items of toilet paper. I mean, so this is where we've gone in a short period of time. No groups can gather. All, it started out with 500 to 250 to oh. 25 to 10. Right now, look what we're doing zero. now. Us three, we cannot we're off stream. do and, uh, the, the podcast together because we can't, you know, social we're not allowed to. Basically. So again, the, the, you know, like you said, very fishy. That's food for thought for you guys out there. The panic is real and 
everybody be safe as best as you can. I mean, I know we didn't, we didn't really, you know, give you guys any answers, but hopefully we made you guys think and give you some food you know, for thought. Exactly. So this is a real, a real quickie. And, you know, this is Izzy. Raka. BBJ. Save the Stay whales. Stay safe out there. Save the whales. Save the people. Save the people.